Well, hello and welcome back to Oh Dearie Dearie Me. It's me, Caroline. We're doing it solo again because <laughs> plans shift and change. And I hope you guys don't mind the sound of my voice. Um, today we're going to talk about how to get over a breakup. And I've been through my fair share of breakups and, you know, how to heal your broken heart, how to get over someone. And um, I feel like I can talk about that um, and help you maybe. Um, Anytime that I was heartbroken, I feel like I would always turn to a podcast or like a TED Talk. And because, you know, because I wanted to, to have information on it. I wanted to talk about it. But I could only talk to my family like so much about it before, you know, they were like, Okay, Caroline, Uh, (laughs) I gotta go do something, anything else. And they were so there for me and my friends, they were also so there for me. But it's just like, at some point, you gotta take care and be there for yourself. So if you're going through a heartbreak right now, or maybe you've been going through it and it's not, nothing's clicking, you're not, you know, moving on and whatever it is, now is a really good time because we're about to enter into spring. Hello, I just painted my yellow nails. (laughs) That sounds like I have like gross nails. I just painted my nails yellow and everything is happy. I, last night, self-care, just do some self-care and like in your mind, I'm already in a spring place. Do you know what I mean? So get to that place and know that hot girl summer is coming up. I will be taken for a hot girl summer. Taken. Ew, what a weird word taken is. Like, why do we say that? Oh, I'm single versus taken. Like, um, okay, gross. But I will be in a relationship during summer (laughs) if all goes according to plan. And, um, I'm still going to have a hot girl summer. Even, but not in the true sense. So if you are single and you're getting over someone, hello, hot girl summer. Or if you're not ever heartbroken, you haven't even had your first love yet, hold on to this podcast. Listen to it. Absorb these words because you might need it one day down the line. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Because it really does feel like the worst pain in the whole world when, you know, you're with someone and you talk to them first thing in the morning and last thing at night and they just kind of become your safe place. They become your, I don't know, your anchor. Someone that you are always anchor. That's the name of the podcasting platform that I use. But we don't have any ads because I don't know. So that's how you know that this podcast is really coming from my heart because I don't have any ads at the moment. Um, (laughs) Okay, so yeah, this person, they become your kind of your world. And so when they're gone, it is like ground shaking, earth quaking, booty shaking, both ways. You know what I mean? Like it is real rough. You feel kind of like, Okay, I gotta become a new version of myself. I haven't met the new me yet. 
and there's like that's a thing breakups can be really exciting because you're on the precipice of something great you're about to become someone new and the coolest coolest most inspired um most badass versions of myself have always come out of a breakup do you know what I mean like I've always been like the most motivated because I'm like okay it's me myself and I and now we got to get our shit together and we got to move forward but I will say you know if you're in a good relationship one that really supports you you're gonna be a really cool version of yourself too and like reach new heights you know reach for the stars but let's talk about what you do so first of all your life is not over recognize that because if you feel like you have lost the one and the one that will complete you which you probably will feel like if you really love that person and like there's you know no one else that'll make you feel this way no one's gonna make you feel the way that they made you feel because that was a special relationship but there's so many people that you can love in new ways that might even be better, you know? Because there's a reason why you didn't work out. So if you're grieving with the feeling that I've lost the one, and it's okay to have those thoughts, but if, if that's like in your mind, not just in your heart, if that's in your mind that this is the one and I will never find a love like that, uh, that's really, really challenging. So first of all, I would say renew your mind in the way that like you got to know that this person is exiting your life for a reason. Whether that's like, you know, oh, we're going to come back. We'll circle back to this. Like the timing is bad, whether it's timing, which is mostly bullshit. Because if you're meant to be with that person, the, what what does timing mean? No. I'm sp- sorry. Spoiler alert. If, it's, if they're breaking up with you for timing, it's like, all right. Then you know what? I'm not going to wait around for you to circle back. I'm not an option B. You know? Um, or it's just like, oh, I need to grow up. I haven't experienced life. Okay. Grow up. You know? Or... If they cheated on you, then it's definitely like, okay, okay, I dodged a bullet there or whatever. If it's if it's just like I'm not f- fulfilled in any in this relationship, then it's like you want to be in a relationship that you are fulfilled in. So first of all, get it in your mind that this person is just leading you, is just one step closer to the right person. And you don't have to be bitter. You don't have to say, like, fuck you. I mean, that actually might feel good for a bit. So maybe do say that. But in the end, you know, you're gonna... I'm skipping ahead to the end. <laughs> to the peace. Because there's steps of, of grief. Okay? But in the end, you can say, thank you for this, you know, love and this experience. And I release all of it. Okay. First thing you're going to want to do when you're going through a breakup is give yourself space from this person. So I'm a firm believer in the block, the X, 
That's why they're called the X, because you X them out, you block them, but bam, you know, I'm a firm believer that that truly, truly works, um, because if you're still talking to this person, you might as well just still be in that relationship. I'm kind of of the thought process that, you know, being friends with an ex is not really possible, sorry, but I think if there's enough space and time between the heartbreak you guys are both over it and you just see each other platonically obviously you can have a friendship however it does get tricky when other significant others get added into the mix then it's like that's not really fair I personally would not be cool with it and I don't I know my boyfriend would not be cool with that so out of respect I just don't think you know being friends with an ex works. So it is kind of like a death. You do kind of have to grieve this person as if they're dead to you, which sounds really scary. And it is like, I mean, they are, yeah, like, and, and the sad part is, is that like all of their family and their friends, you're not going to keep in touch with because sides do get taken and that's okay like you know do whatever you have to do whether that's like hey I know me and -and so-and-so broke up so I just wanted to tell you like thank you for everything and um I hope you know good luck with everything blah 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 I don't know if you have to if you were really close to that person and you need to say your goodbyes (laughs) because I just you know I just don't see a way to have your ex involved in your life. Unless you guys have like kids together and it's like, you know, then you got to keep it around, keep figure out a way. But if not, like, I believe in the block. I believe you don't really want to spend any time stalking their social media because guess what, honey? You're not going in that direction. Like whatever they're doing on their social media, it has nothing to do with you. Okay, and that's if you're in that space where you're kind of, you know, Internet stalking, of course, it's natural. Of course, you're curious. Of course, you're going to want to look. It's not serving you in any way and your team, whatever your name is. So when I would go through my breakup, I'm team Caroline at the moment. I used to be team me and blank and that was like it. But now I'm just team Caroline and I'm team friendship. I'm team self-love, I'm team growth, and stalking your page isn't going to help me. So, you know, if you have to hit that block button, if you have to hit that unfollow button, and they're complaining about it, that's none of their business. Another thing that I would try to avoid is being messy online. Um, I've done this a few times after my breakups, and... <laughs> I've said petty things in hopes that maybe someone would see it and they would reach back out to me and then it would kind of keep the connection alive. Even if we were fighting, at least we were talking, you know, and it just, I look back and I'm like, wow, I really did not need to be so petty online. And, you know, in this social media world, it's weird because we always share everything like listen to me on my podcast like literally sharing every single thought I have ever 
But there's some petty thoughts that I, you know, could have thought twice on. And all we can say is we grow and we learn. Okay, so just take care of social media. Bada bing, bada boom. Wrap it up. And don't be petty online. Don't stalk them. Of course, it's bound to happen. Don't text them. Don't call them. They're not your friend, okay? They're looking out for themselves through this breakup. They're not going to want to help you through it. You got your own emotions to juggle. So take some space. And the next thing to do is to know when you're safe to cry. And figure out where you can cry and and who you can cry to. Um, So let it all out. Set aside some days, whether it's on the weekend, that you are allowed to cry. And obviously, it might come up in other areas where you're like, oh crap, I I didn't mean to cry. But know when you're going to cry and let it out and just give yourself that time to really grieve this because it is hard. It is like a death. And you're allowed to feel everything. Listen to all the sad songs. Listen to my girl Taylor Bono. I mean, seriously, she's coming out with some great stuff. And I don't know who else is really good. Listen to just sad, sad songs, okay? And I can, oh guys, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna make a breakup playlist for this podcast. And you'll find it, uh, I'll post, I'll, I'll post about it, of course. But now that you've cried, 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 cry, know when the times are to put a smile on your face and be brave. So for me, going into work, because I work with kids, um, and what am I going to do, cry to the kids? No way, Jose. Like, I'm going to put a smile on my face and just be super present and that has helped me through a lot of things is knowing that when I'm at work or this was the same thing when I would go to dance like when I'm at dance I'm packing that away and all that matters is that I'm here in this moment and I'm ready to give my all to whatever this is in this moment and have you know not fake it I'm not saying to fake it but like just try really hard to be the best version of yourself. You know, when I was going through a breakup in high school, what I would have to do is I would wake up early. I was always late to school, but the minute that my sister graduated and I was all by myself senior year, had my car, had my own schedule, I drove to school. I sat in my car for at least 20 minutes before school to collect myself because I knew I needed to do that. And I knew that time was necessary and valuable to me so I would drive kind of listen to music that would make me feel better sit in my car and try to collect my tears for about 20 minutes and put on a brave face and go into school and try my best and it wasn't always the prettiest I you know I think I like I got really comfortable in the sadness and I got really attached to feeling the sadness because when you are so sad, you're holding on, even if you don't talk to that person, you're holding on to them 
in the form of sadness because it's like, well, if I still feel sad over them, then in a way they're still with me. But um, it only hurts yourself and it doesn't change what is going to happen. So I think I was kind of afraid to be happy, but I look back and I'm like crying in school and in art class and I'm like, I should have just... You know, that was my first go around with heartbreak, but I wish I could have just like enjoyed that time a little bit more rather than feeling sorry for myself. But, you know, pick up something new. So I, oh my gosh, there's this dog barking. I don't know if you guys can hear. <laughs> okay, calm down, Rocky. Um, but last, you know, when I was, my last heartbreak, I picked up yoga and I feel like that's like the quintessential, like heartbreak sport, hobby, I don't know, workout. But I was just like, I knew that I had to do this every single day. I promised it to myself and I would go and not be able to cry there. So I would kind of like set it up for places that you know, I would cry. I can cry, cry, cry here, but when I'm in yoga, I'm not going to cry. I can cry, cry, cry here, but when I'm at work, I'm not going to cry. I can cry, cry, cry here, but, and you start to just fall into the routine of like, oh, wait, I, I can do it. Like I can get through a full day without crying. You notice little by little, you get stronger and stronger and you, the grief like starts to go away and you got to know in your head that time is going to be your best friend. Like time heals. They say time heals all wounds. <laughs> if you only rely on time, you know, it's not really going to do much. You got to put in the work too. But if you're putting in the work, then, you know, as time goes on, you will heal. I promise. I promise you. It feels like you won't, but I promise you will. Next thing is like, kind of goes along with what I was saying about figuring out when and <laughs> when to cry and then when to kind of soldier on. Um, just taking care of yourself, which sounds super simple and corny, but like, you know, having the yoga and then having a regular sleep schedule and focusing on like getting fit or getting healthy, um, you feel, I feel so powerful when I run. I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm a Giselle. Giselle? Gazelle. Uh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> I'm a gazelle and I'm unstoppable and no one can touch me, not even heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Find whatever that makes you feel, whether that's like a heels dance class, hip hop class, try something new and get healthy. Like don't, you know, some days you're going to want to like rely on unhealthy coping mechanisms like I don't know food for me is a big one um and you, and it's not to be like revenge body but it is to be like it's not about it's not about that person anymore it's about you figuring out how to be a better version of you and elevating yourself for what comes next in life okay because <sighs> They don't, it, it doesn't matter anymore. All that matters is like that you're taking care of yourself and you're not, through this breakup, you're not going to let it destroy you. You're not going to let it give you unhealthy coping mechanisms that you didn't have before. So alcohol and drug use 
not going to be the most helpful thing. You can go ahead and try it and let me know how it goes. I just personally think that (laughs) it's not going to be your friend, you know, but that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother podcast. Now, like I said, talk to your family, talk to your friends and also give them some grace, okay? Because hopefully you have those people that really love and care about you and wonder how you're doing. Um, but you're gonna you're gonna kind of feel it when they're ready to move on. <laughs> and it might it might happen and you might feel like okay, I feel really guilty talking about this. But there's also going to be those people like me. I know from my friends, I will pretty much hear you cry about the same thing over and over again until you're ready to move on. But it's actually kind of helpful, you know, when I had like my sister cat, not to expose her, but when I had her of like, be like, hey, Caroline, like, I'm I'm kind of done with this topic. Like, I, I just can't listen to it again. And then she'd have moments where she would see that I was really, you know, going through it and she would hug me and hold me. But, you know, the moments that it was like, hey, we're in a happy moment. Like, it was mostly when we were in happy moments and I couldn't figure out when to bring up my sadness or when to, you know, be present. So I think it was actually helpful to have family and friends that were like, hey, like not, you know, not now. Now's the time to be present. Um, It's actually a blessing because it really kind of helps you put a smile on your face. And I'm not, you know, again, not saying to be fake, but like just focus on like what's in front of you. Um, Yeah. Sleep, exercise, and little by little, you're, you're going to start to notice the happiness come back into your life and you're going to be a new person. And that's the thing. It is like a death. Not only you're losing that person, but you're also losing like the dream of the life that you thought you were going to have with this person and you're losing a version of yourself. So there's a lot to grieve and I totally get that. And I think you should grieve that. Um, whether that's watching all the feel good movies that you love, but like eventually you'll feel, you'll look back on all of it and you'll think, okay, I processed it. I went through all of it and you'll know when the time is that you're ready to date again and love again and open your heart up again and it'll, it'll all be okay. And being single is not the worst thing in the world. It's actually really cool, really fun, and full of possibilities. I feel like I'm on The Office where they're like, where Michael Scott's like going off about being single or something. I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much what I have to say on going through a breakup. Um, major key, wrapping up the points. It's just, you know, allowing yourself time to cry, pushing yourself to be present and busy, talking to people, listening to sad songs, getting healthy, focused on something new, and letting time do its work.
Um, you know, I'm really sorry if you're going through a heartbreak. It sucks. It sucks. But there's hope. There's always hope. And hold on to that. Um, let's see. Any life updates <laughs> from me this week before we go? <laughs> okay, so life update for the week would probably be, um, you know, getting some negative news from the doctors about my sister Um if you want to listen to the episode, we kind of touch on her disease and what's going on there. And ah, I just, there, you know, there are things in life that you're like, this is my biggest fear. Like this, if this happened, this would be the worst thing that could ever, 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 ever happen. And that's how it kind of felt like you know, getting the news about my sister, you know, she's like the entire world to me. She's the closest person I have in my life. And, you know, getting, getting information that like is scary about her health and her, her well-being, it jars you, but it, you know, life happens, shit happens. There's not always a reason for everything that happens. You just, you just cope and you just do your damn best to be happy. And I am always amazed by her and her strength. And um, that's all I can, all I can do is match that and honor that. And, you know, that's, that's what we do. We carry on and (laughs) we look fabulous doing it. Anyways, guys, I love doing these podcasts and I hope guys enjoy listening. I love hearing from you. I love our little community. As always, have a great week and love. Oh, dearie, dearie me.